You're now listening to The Bad Guy Radio production of Black and White Featuring Justin Lee Ken W.O. And Junior, your boy And your King boy Mac. King Mac What's up King Mac, I appreciate it What's up King Mac, I appreciate it second half of the season is about to start. The White Sox are two games back in the loss column, and during the first half of the season, there was a lot of panic and crying going on from some fans. But here at BGR, we told you to relax because the division was weak and no one was running away with it. If you're scared, buy a dog. If you're scared, go to church. But you shouldn't have any panic of giving up on our boys because we told you that it was no need to get all disgusted and busted when this division was weak as hell. And by the way, T.A., I see you out there holding it down and shortstop in the All-Star game. Love it. What's going on, fellas? What's up, G? How you doing? Yeah, better than Junior. <laughs> well, we got uh, your mouth. We got the two idiots, Justin and Junior, on the show as usual, and then we got uh, Ken. He's back from vacation, and we I'm got come back. Young second half now. It's prime time. That's when I come back to play. First half means nothing. Second half, prime time. I'm back here, ready to go. What's going on, boys? Everything is good. Hey, I got a complaint. Go ahead. I haven't been on the show in probably two months. Uh-huh. And I still hear this motherfucker, Nick Madrigal, talking on the intro. Are you kidding me? I don't even know if he's in the major leagues anymore. Why is he on here? <laughs> is, he, uh, is he on a 40-man roster? I don't even no. know if he's on the 40-man. Did he get released? <laughs> That's the narcissism of King Matt. Like, even though this motherfucker hasn't played a game in Chicago since Ken's been recording, he's still on our intro. Not only as a Cubs player, but for for someone like Mac to always say he hates the Cubs, he's got a fucking Woody for that uh, that little midget over there. It must be a midget thing. It's got to be a fucking four foot eleven. Well, first of all, you know. He he introduces me, not the show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. See? He said, my boy, King Max. So for that reason, he'll always be introducing King me. You know what I mean? You're the only man on the planet that look eye to eye with Nick Magical. That's why. Y'all got something in common. That's all right. I tell you what. You can't see eye to eye with Nick Magical. You you stand above him, but I guarantee you his bat is better than yours. So what that yep. mean? You're a waste of height, huh? I, guess I took good. more. I took more major league at bats this week than Nick Madrigal. Yeah, <laughs> they don't count the Washington Park YMCA league as the major leagues. But if you want, his slugging percentage okay. and OPS don't fucking count. Yeah. Two home runs a year. I bet his OPS higher than yours, and you take uh, and you swing at a field that has no fences. Well, all you got to do is hit the ball past the outfielders, and you can run for days. So what that take? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least I can hit the ball over somebody's fucking head. Obviously, you don't. That's why you're in the YMCA so. league. Yeah. You know what? Hey, Ken, welcome back. Fuck you, too. How about that? <laughs> and I got a bone to pick with you. I'm online today, and I get a message. Oh, Michael Young is better than Harold Baines. There ain't one thing on God's green earth that Michael Young is better than Harold Baines in. Not hitting a ball, not cooking a steak, not banging his girl, not nothing. There ain't nothing this dude is better than Harold Baines in this whole world. So you just keep your mouth shut over there. Hey, you've been fucking MIA. I got to still fucking poke the bear. Ken's still mad that in fucking uh, Cooperstown, he got his own fucking hall, the Hall of Average. That's what he's fucking mad about. You got to put him to that own hall. He's average. Harold Baines ain't average now. On the next topic. topic. Took him 90 years. Of course, King Mac going to sign off. I know. Of course. Of course, Mac likes it. Just like Lamar's a Hall of Famer. Derrick Rose is a Hall of Famer. I I didn't call Lamar. These two have been getting blind without me here. Now daddy's home, motherfucker. Daddy's home. Oh, 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 oh. I'm out there. He's right, too, because y'all been crying like a motherfucker because oh, he, he took a vacation bagging and shit. Oh, <laughs> oh kid, I hear what is he doing? Kid, yeah, doesn't, kid doesn't retweet us. He doesn't interact with us. A bunch of fucking babies. A bunch you know of what? fucking babies. Fuck you, man. Over fucking, uh, what's her name from WWE? Yeah. Now, anyway, so the boys two and a half games back. Now, all of a sudden, everybody's back on the bandwagon, feeling good. They was panicking earlier. We told them, don't panic. It's nothing to panic about. Justin, of course, the only guy on BGR who wanted to trade every fucking body. Every fucking he body. He wanted to do the white flag trade of the uh, 2022 season. I don't understand why. So, now that the boys back in it, even though I never thought they was out of it, how long you think it's going to be before they take over the, the sole uh, First place of the division. How long you think it'll be? We, you give them to the end of July. You give them mid-August. When you think it's going to happen? When will they? When will they finally sit in first think, place of the AL Central Division? I think personally, I haven't looked at the twin schedule, but I know it gets a little bit tougher. I think by the end of the first full week in August, I think they take over. Yeah, I agree. Uh, our first two series are against Cleveland and Colorado. Then after that, we have Oakland. There's no reason we shouldn't be taking these games. I think yeah. it'll probably end up being more mid-August. Mid-August. It'll take yeah, a like, while. Uh, you know, I, like Max said, like, I panicked. I wanted to ship everybody to fucking Guangdong, China, Korea, wherever the fuck that's at. By the way, but, you would never ride in a vehicle with hey, me. Hey, by the way, I'm just looking at the, the twins. I don't schedule. like car seats in the car with me anyway. Yeah, you won't, so you're you won't not getting in the car with me. With me. Uh, you, you know, you might tail something. That's how much you. So you I, was, I, was off, I was off for the White Sox. I was like, blow this shit up. San Francisco happens. Target field happens. Now I'm sitting here looking myself in the mirror like the fucking schmucks that I am. Like, do the White Sox really win this division still? And I, everybody's saying, you know, August, middle of August. It could happen immediately. Because if you look at the best player in franchise history, Yohan Moncada, he carried uh, our White Sox through 
uh, Minnesota. So if he stays hot and we somehow ship Lance Lynn back to Indiana where he belongs, I think this team could win a division. I think we could absolutely win it maybe first week of August, August 3rd. We could be back in first place because all it takes is a couple of Twinkies losses. That's my son's birthday, by the way, August 3rd. And Happy Tom birthday, Brady's. Bryce. And, and Tom Brady's. Yeah. I, I'm just waiting for, for Friday night when the Sox come out and get pummeled by Cleveland. And then everybody's all off the bandwagon again, including you. It's, just it's fucking mute me. It's going to look, look at Look at it this way. After July 31st, he can't complain anymore because they can't trade anymore. So I think just give it a few more days. He'll be fine. This man had everybody on the trade block. It, it was <laughs> unbelievable. He had uh, – Robert, Giolito, everybody was on the trade block. I mean, he had given up, had tears. You know what a fire sale means? Everybody. The only person I was keeping on the roster was Adam Engel and Tony La Russa. Everybody else, bye. Hopefully hopefully we can trade you over to Lot B. No, (laughs) not going to (laughs) happen. We'll take a fucking six-pack of uh, Coors Light or whatever. Sources said I was supposed to be traded for Twins Ted. They don't have the fucking prospects in many Minnesota, so <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll see you at arbitration, scumbags. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even trade you for Twins Ted. <laughs> That's not good. Gonna... <laughs> 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 I would. I would do it, and I could throw in an interview with a with a Twins player, and I still would deny that fucking trade. Absolutely not. You know, <laughs> but I didn't understand your panic, though. You know, it's, especially since when you look at it, the White Sox. Main players at the time were struggling. Uh, Moncada, Grandel, of course, he was struggling before he got injured. Eloy had been injured. And then I think it was Ozzie Jr. who had put something out that showed that the White Sox was actually uh, playing better. It was record. the Tony La Russa uh, graph. Like yeah, they he was out-managing the, the Sox problem. There you go. Exactly, yeah. I'm glad you, you, you cleaned it up for me. So... I never was in panic mode. And if they come out and they get pummeled by the Indians, like uh, Ken said, I won't be in panic mode then. And as far as, like, you just made one of the most craziest statements ever, talking about sending Lance Lynn to Indiana and motherfucking Moncada is the best player on the team. Like Franchise history, Mac. Put the weed down. Stop it. You know what I mean? Grandel, I mean, uh, Moncada is... Nowhere near the best player in franchise history. And Lance Lynn, I'm giving him at least five more starts before I start complaining. So We don't have that much leeway. Oh, we got leeway. This division There's is plenty of leeway. Yeah, this division. Yeah, man. sure. Like, Ken, you're on the last fucking bite of that Gibson steak, and your pants is screaming for help, and you, you're still going to eat that last bite, right? You fucking know it. <laughs> so is Lance Lynn. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so maybe I should just stop being a crybaby ass and trust the big bastard. Because right. the track record is there. He's been a a, a B plus pitcher ninety percent of his career. This has been the worst point of his career to date. And I he's older, bad knees. Like usually I give up on people. Hell, I gave up on Derrick Rose for his bad knees, and he's young and black. So maybe. I do got to give Lance Lynn some credit and let the track record speak for itself. But I'm a little skeptical because like Asinine says every day, he's fucking 35. He's not 30 
with these knee problems. So uh, I'm a, Mac, you want to give them fucking five starts. I'm giving them three. Now I'm giving them five. I mean, like I said, no, really, he didn't have any real true spring training. I mean, his rehab start was, you know, basically bullshit. So you got to give him at least five more stars, man. And his track record is that. He was the best pitcher on the White Sox staff last year. You know what I mean? He 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 was he was technically their ace, even though he didn't perform well against the Astros, which he, he never does anyway. It's just a bad matchup for him throughout his whole career. So how can you give up on your best pitcher from just a year ago? That makes no sense. You know what I mean? And the White Sox not giving up on him anyway because they owe him another $20 million for next year, and then they got an option on him the, the year after that. So you can... You can forget about that. Lance Lynn to be in the in the in the rotation for the foreseeable future, unless he has some type of injury. He'll or something. be on the rotation this year and next yeah. year. He's not so, going to be with us in twenty three. Yeah, it, it's no actually shot. ridiculous. He will be on in the rotation. No shot. Year. Not yeah, for absolutely. eighteen million. No, next year he will. Not for twenty. Not for twenty twenty four. We'll see he's how twenty twenty three. We'll see how he pitches. No, he's got he's got a year next year, and then twenty four is a club option. They're not picking that up. How do you know they're not picking? If he if he pitches well in twenty twenty three, you know they're not going to pick it up. Well, they already gave well, Okay, hold on, wait. The way he's if going they pick now, up that club option, he got to be immaculate right now and winning time. Like this second half, got to be Max Scherzer like. <laughs> he got to be Max Scherzer. There's a long time between now and then. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I don't see how you can make that. Dis- Make that decision and just say he's not going to be here. I'm an extremist. I'm Italian bull tonight. Yeah, you out of pocket. That's what you is. <laughs> yeah. You done told so many fibs, as the grandparents used to say, when they ain't want to hurt your feelings and call you a liar. You done told so many fibs on this show already with the Yohan Moncada statement and now this Lance Lynn. You out of control, bro. Stop it. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Lance Lynn probably be the fourth starter in the playoffs, maybe. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Time out, time out, time Could out. Could be higher than that. I'm jumping in. Jump in. You just told me three or four weeks ago Lance Lynn is number one in this rotation when it comes to October. So what changed? Dylan Cease. That's what changed. Oh, oh j- just Dylan Cease? It's, it's, not, it's not the piss-poor performances Lance Lynn has been giving you? No, I'm not worried about okay. his performances. I just told you that. He's coming back off surgery. He didn't really okay. have a rehab start. His spring training was short. How many facts do I got to give you? What, what I'm going to be panicking about Lance Land for? I'm just saying right now, Dylan C's pitching like an ace. Michael Kopech seems like he has that dog mentality. He's acting like Chris Sale out there. I like it. You know, I like, I personally like assholes. And uh, Quato is looking very good. And Giolito, his past two starts, I believe, has been solid. So I think Lynn probably will be the fourth starter right now in the playoffs. But that could change. We're talking about right now. OPEC's the one that worries me going forward. I put his ass open in October. Because he's going to hit his innings limit, and he's already started not throwing that well. And it's just going to get worse, I think. I mean, maybe he'll come back little little bounce here after the All-Star break. They probably won't start him to the fifth game. At least I wouldn't. He'd be my fifth starter out of the break to, just to give him that extra time. 
And uh, but he's getting close to that innings limit, and uh, he worries me going into that. What was what was the uh, what was the limit at? Was it like a hundred? What was it at? Or did they not say? They didn't they, set it. They never they officially set it. gave an innings limit. They didn't give one, but I think it's right now he's between at between one twenty and one forty. I don't even think he gets to one. Asinine, you worried about Michael Kopech? Mm, uh, honestly, not really. Uh, as far as throwing him into the bullpen, no. We were talking about it last night on the spaces. All that's going to do is just restart the clock on the guy. He's already two years behind where he's supposed to be, like outside of, you know, because of Tommy John and the COVID year. He was supposed to have been a starter. So I feel like if he does fatigue, we're just going to have to let it ride out. That'll prepare him for the future. You can't just put a leash on him. You got to take it off. You know, y'all call him a dog. Got to take the leash off. Let him be one. You can't fucking walk your dog without a leash in Chicago, asinine. Yeah, you can. Well, I'm walking Michael Kopech without one. Yeah, you can. You can walk him without a leash. Now, what happens when you walk him without a leash is a different story, but you can walk him without a leash. So he's at 83 (laughs) right now. Yeah, he's at 83. He probably gets about... Above 100 since 2018, and he's never been 40. So the limit got to be at like 130, 140. Well, hear me out for a second. This is the most, besides last year, obviously, you know, coming out of the bullpen, this is the most innings pitch he's thrown in a season since his senior year of high school. Oh, wait, I'm mistaken. He did hit 140 in, in 2018. I was looking at both his minor league and major league stat line. So he had 140 once. But I don't it's a, think, it's a difference I don't think from they the put minor, him on the innings limit. Innings, I'm gonna be honest. I don't think they. I don't think he's on the innings limit, and I'll tell you why. The White Sox have to take advantage of their chances to win. Now, I don't think they necessarily looking at players like down the, you know, row, especially like. I don't know why, as White Sox fans, we even worry about pitchers' innings anyway because let's just say Michael Kopech is, you know, the start everybody thinks he could be a top-end rotation guy, Cease a top-end rotation guy. Jerry's not spending 100-plus, 200-plus mil on the pitcher. That's just not his belief, and he's definitely not giving them no long-term deals. So I think White Sox fans are worrying about pitchers' arms really – don't make any sense. I mean, I think the yeah. Wise... I mean, I don't. I don't think they're going to shut him down. Mm-hmm. That's not what I meant. I just think his production is going to fall off, and I think it kind of already kind of started doing that uh, right before the break. Now he might jump up after the break. Got a nice little break here, uh, but I think it's going to start going back down. Yeah, just, just my my guess. I mean, you're right. His velo has been down actually the past two yeah. or three starts. You know, from what it was, and it already it already wasn't what we was used to saying this this year anyway. In the beginning, I mean, but if you look at his numbers, they are pretty. I mean, his ERA ballooned a little bit because he had like two, two to three real bad starts or whatever. But his numbers, as far as what guys hitting against him and was slugging against him, are all pretty elite. You know, so even in his bad starts, it wasn't like he was. He's he's been the same pitcher the whole season, Matt. And, uh, you know, we talked about it, me and you, on the phone about Michael Kopech and the walks compared to his hits. Uh, 
are you okay with how economical he's been up until this point? Do you think it'll be an issue? Like Dylan Cease, his pitch count is an issue. It's the only thing that's fucking killing his starts right now. Michael Kopech, his pitch count don't worry as much, even though the walks are up there. You know, are are you concerned about that? Well, that's because he's not getting as many strikeouts as uh, Cease. So that's why his pitch count doesn't necessarily balloon as fast as Cease does because he's not walking four guys per game and also striking out 10 to 12 guys per game. So his pitch count ain't going to be as high as Cease's. I believe Cease is averaging like 13 strikeouts per nine. I believe Kopech is somewhere like eight strikeouts per nine. I believe both of them are somewhere around like four, 4.1, 4.2 walks per nine. So the walks are the same. The strikeouts are the difference. And that's why Kopech's uh, pitch count is not ballooning as fast as uh, Cease is in games. But to me, honestly, yes, I don't like the walks with both of them because I think in the playoffs, especially when you're going against good teams uh, on an everyday basis or every night basis, that could hurt you. Walks always hurt you in this, in this league. So I don't like the walks with both of them. And I think if they want to take the next step in their careers, they eventually going to have to eliminate those walks. Because that's where, like, Cease gets in trouble is when he start giving away free bases. Kopech, the same thing. I think one start, Kopech, like, walked in a run in the inning. Like, he had, like, four straight walks or something in one start in, in, mm-hmm. in, in, the, inning, in the inning. I think it might have been against the Yankees. And somehow in that game, he still only gave up, like, Three runs, I believe it was. Three or four runs, I believe it was. Like, the game didn't get out of control. Cease, the same thing. He didn't have an inning where he walks two guys, or he may even walk three guys. Like, I think eventually they have to get out of that. You have to, you know, if they can lower their walks to, like, maybe two a game, just two a game instead of four a game, that will help them tremendously. And they will be able to go into deep, and they will be able to go deeper into games. You know, and their pitch count, both of them won't be as high because they're not giving away those free passes. Like, especially what hurt Cease in the past, where he would get guys down 0-2, 1-2. And then all of a sudden, he would try to make the perfect pitch, and you look up, it's a 3-2 count. So now, instead of throwing, you know, having an A-B where he throws four pitches against a guy, now he's he's throwing six, seven pitches just to get a guy out or to walk a guy. He'll throw six, seven pitches and walk a guy. So, you know, they got to cut down on that. But there's no doubt in my mind, if you ask me, I think Cease and Kopech are both, you know, front-line starters material. I'm not going to blow it up like I did Luis Robert. And when I said Luis Robert was Willie Mays, so I'm not oh gonna go. <laughs> so I'm not gonna go that out of. Out so who of, is Dylan Cease to you, man? Out of control. Uh I don't. I don't. The Verlander. The Verlander mean, asinine. That's 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 yeah. actually. I mean, you could say that. I can't go with that. <laughs> Why not? He has potential to be that at his apex. I think he can be that. Pitching style and similarities are very similar, especially with the curveball over the top. I mean, that's pretty solid, but I would have to see 
and more. and uh, Justin's fa- uh, famous words. I had to see more. Like this is first year, you know, and I don't want to fall into the trap uh, of how we've been, you know, how most White Sox fall into the trap of a guy having one good year, and then all of a sudden we elevating him to this superstar, and then the next two years we don't get any consistency from him. So. As far as what I think CC is, I think he has the potential to be a frontline starter right now. You would have to say he's the number one guy of this staff. Uh, if I was to rate the pitchers on this team right now, I would probably say Cease one, Cueto two, Kopech three, Giolito four, Lynn five. So that's how Damn. I go right now. Hold on, wait. I want to go to Ken because puke ass has been really good the last couple uh, weeks, Ken and Giolito. So do you think there's a chance that the White Sox can go into a playoff series with him being the number one and they'll save Cease for game two? No, I don't think he'll be number one. I think they got to go with C number one, even though that kind of makes me nervous. I'm at I don't know. I'm not sold on seats like you guys are. He, Why? Because he has that. Uh, he he doesn't pitch over errors. He gives up a shitload of unearned runs. Um, he this is my least too many guys. He show. puts too many people on the base, and he uh, he doesn't go deep into games. So I can't give him like he's his number one stud in all the major leagues. I mean, he should have been on the All Star team. I'll give him that. He's doing pretty good. But he makes me nervous still. I don't know. I don't trust him. An all-star pitcher makes you nervous. Absolutely. Lucas yeah. Giolito made me nervous. He was an all-star, too. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, As to know, well, if it makes you feel any better, Dylan Cease was not an all-star. So. Well, maybe maybe he won't be cursed. like The thing I didn't get with that is everybody was thinking that he was going to be named a replacement, but yet he was pitching Sunday. So then what are they going to name him as the replacement and then name a replacement for the replacement? I mean, it was stupid. Everybody yeah. should have known that he wasn't making it after that was announced the first time. You know? Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I didn't care about him not being named to the all-star team. I thought the game he pitched in was more important anyway. When oh, he pitched sure. against the twins Sunday. So yeah, I know people want to, you know, always a snub here and it's always going to be a snub in baseball, especially with the pitchers because they got to carry so many bullpen guys and got to carry so many starters. And then also they have to have a player from every team. And a lot of the times on the weak teams, a a, a reliever or a starting pitcher winds up being, you know, the best player on that team or they wind up taking a pitcher from those teams. So it, it didn't bother me at all. I think he if he if he's what we think he is, then he should use that as motivation and you know, go in the next season and say, Hey, I wanna be the starter on the, you know, all star team next year. I wanna be the guy that steps out there from the first inning. I wanna be the the real starting pitcher of the all star game, I guess you could say. You know, the one who's opened up the all star game. So it it didn't bother me. But I, I like what Cease have done this year as far as his maturity. He seems to be uh, imploding less and less. Seems to be, you know, not letting mistakes get to him as much as he was, you know, early on in his career pitching for the White Sox. So I like his development. 
I think they have to throw him number one. He's been the number one guy on your staff so far. So why wouldn't you throw him in the game one? And I wouldn't go. I wouldn't even go. To be honest, I probably right now I wouldn't go Giolito too. I mean, if Cueto continues to be the master of deception <laughs> that he is this season so far, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing him pitch two or three. You know, and, and having, you know, I don't think it's anything wrong with having uh, Giolito at the fourth spot or something like that, where you got a guy who you know, can possibly pitch an important game for for you or something like that. I don't see any any problem with that. Well, uh, when I'm when I say a playoff rotation, it always takes me back to the Phillies when they had uh Cliff Lee, Cole Hamels, and Roy Holiday. Roy Holiday was the best pitcher on that staff by far. But when it came to the playoffs, he was the number three to add length to the rotation. I can make the argument that let's just say we use Mac. He wants to throw Dylan Cease one. I'm definitely not throwing Johnny Cueto two. And the reason why is Dylan Cease and Johnny Cueto give me the best chance to win. Both of those pitchers have been beat before they can be beat. So I don't want to take back to back losses. If that makes sense, I can gamble with a chance of Giolito winning game two, as much as, I can put eggs in everybody else's basket. But wouldn't you say having a guy like Johnny Cueto three instead of two, it strengthens the rotation, especially in a short series? I mean, you can make an argument for that. I'm not – I'm going to be honest. I'm not throwing Giolito two. I'm not. I just – not not this year. I'm not doing it. I would rather have – I would rather throw Kopech two before I throw Giolito too. If if Kopech is healthy at the end of the season and it doesn't seem like the amount of work has got to him, you know, he's not going through a dead arm period or something like that. I just think Cueto this year has impressed me because he just knows how to pitch. He knows how to work around a lineup. He knows what guys to pitch to in certain situations and what guys not to pitch to in certain situations. Like Cueto, you don't have to intentionally walk anybody for Johnny Cueto because guess what? If Johnny Cueto thinks this guy can hurt him and the guy behind him can't hurt him, Johnny Cueto is going to walk the fucking guy himself. Like he's pitching at a high IQ level to me this year. It's, It's where how you see him. You know, he's being a, a a veteran. Like, the start he gave us against the Twins was, was gutsy as hell. You know, it was it was a, a ballsy fucking start. The guy threw, I believe, almost 120 fucking pitches. Like, yeah. who else in our rotation is going to give you that type of fucking start? I mean, he's literally going out there as a veteran and as somebody who many people didn't, think he had anything left and he's working his his fucking magic man and he and he keeping these hitters off balance I need you to th- I need you to thank Rick Hahn right now for signing Johnny Quito we we, we take no nah, we take a shit on extra. Rick Hahn every episode at least give him not, credit I'm for that I'm not doing all that you always going you going overboard it's a nice pickup I say that but I'm not finna be going around here 
Thanking fucking Rick Hahn. No. Johnny Cueto is saving your season. He's uh, making sure Ken Woe keep watching fucking games every <laughs> night. It, it would have been nice if he signed him earlier in the offseason than he did. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know, but I just think, man, you you ride the high hand to me, right? If we look For at sure. if we look at like the past, I don't know, few seasons in the playoffs. It always seemed like the team that had the momentum going into the playoffs, they generally played well in the playoffs and had success. So to me, for the White Sox, whoever your hottest pitchers are going into the playoffs, you ride with them. And if Johnny Cueto continues to pitch the way he pitches, he's pitching now, then you throw all of that. Giolito has the tenure or whatever, whoever the pitch is. You throw throw all that out the way and you put Johnny Cueto on the fucking mound because at the end of the day in the playoffs, it's all about getting Ws. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not about friendship, <laughs> uh, who's the fan favorite, none of that shit. It's about winning games and getting to the next series. So, Well, if you think back to 05, Jose Contreras at this point of the year, in July, people were thinking about uh, DFAing him and starting Brandon McCarthy over him and all that. And what happened? Contreras got hot and he started game one and everybody's favorite Burley, he started game two because Contreras was better at that point, you know? And that's kind of what they're going to have to do. But, I mean, if I'm calling it now, I got to say Cease is the number one for for that first game. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So Mac just fucking gave this whole harping about winning games. I want to talk about Jake Berger for a second. He just got married. Congratulations to him and Ashlyn. And they're expected a little bundle of joy. Mac, you said you want you love Jake Berger's bat, but at a certain point in the playoffs, you know how the 40-man roster get that playoff roster. What do you do with Jake Berger? Because obviously he's the better offensive option than Moncada right now, even though Moncada's hot. Well, Makata's woman. What you doing uh, with Jake Berger? Jake Berger is a hard decision, man. I ain't gonna lie. Because on one hand, I love defense. I absolutely do. And and to keep it real, even though I'm not a huge Makata fan, Makata is way better than Jake Berger defensively at third base. It's not even close. Uh, can't even make an argument. But I like Jake Berger grittiness. His toughness, I like the A-Bs he's been having in the clutch, and I like the fact that he has power, which, you know, I hate to say this when Ken will on the show, but power matters in the playoffs. You know, if you can, if you can hit a home run, it makes it, it makes it a lot easier to win. But his defense is just fucking, it's, it's god-awful, man. It's like... uh I don't. I don't even. I can't even think of any White Sox player that played. Did you play. or did you not see his twenty second video of him playing second? I don't. I don't know. You know. I we know. We need to give it a try. <laughs> I know White Sox fans thought he could play second base, but they crazy as hell. The people who thought that. I don't. You know. They. They. They obviously. Asinine thought Jake Berger <laughs> playing second was they, a good they, idea. They was. They was. Uh, they was sniffing sharpies. None of the sorts. <laughs> they was sniffing sharpies at the time. <laughs> I, hell no. Nah. But I. 
I, I, don't, I don't even know a White Sox player at third base that has played defense. That I don't. I can't even think of a White Sox player in the history of of the team that played defense that bad at third base that Jake Berger has. Like Matt Davidson. No, Matt Davidson. Matt Davidson. <laughs> I don't think was that bad. No, Berger is like missing balls that hit straight to him, and he has no lateral movement whatsoever. Like. When he's coming in on the baseball, that shit is cringeworthy. It's like you close your eyes. You don't even want to see Did it. Did Mac just drop in. cringeworthy it on is. the is. I don't know. It, it, it's fucked up, bro. I, 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 you know, honestly, like, his bat had to be good as hell in college. Had to be. Because for him to get drafted as a first rounder and play defense that fucking horrible – like, I don't know. Maybe his defense got worse because he had torn his Achilles twice. I don't know. But they had to see this defense. <laughs> they had to see this defense when they were scouting. And, I mean, this shit is, like, fucking, it's ridiculous. You know? And I know he's a big dude, but he's not even that slow. If you look at his sprint speed numbers and all that, I it's mean, not a couple infield hits. His, his, his yeah. college stats were fucking insane. They're yeah, they had to be. Good. They had to be. It's just, like. He's he has no lateral movement whatsoever. Like he can't go side to side. He can't come in well. That's a recipe for disaster at third base. Like don't get me wrong, he has Tim Tim Anderson that's short, so he don't have to range too much to his glove side, right? But damn, I mean, fucking, he can't get the, he can't get the balls that's hit down the line. Like, he's not going to make that play. He's not going to make the backhand play. He's not going to come in well on a, you know, a slow roller or, or anything like that or a bunt. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't have the footwork to do that very well. You know, I I looked at him. I watched videos of him just to see how it was on his scissor throw, and I was like, I damn near wanted to throw up. He looked worse than a fucking 12-year-old out there. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, I know some 12-year-olds can do better, you know, with that footwork than him. I'm like, man. So, I'm not trying to kill the kid because I got to be honest, I respect you the man. You damn near did. No, I didn't. I respect the man for coming back uh, from those injuries, battling back. I mean, he could have gave up and quit. I mean, hell, he got a, he got a million over, I mean, he got millions of dollars in the signing bonus. He could have said, fuck baseball, you know. I got my money. I'm done. But this shows you he loves the game because he's battled back from two horrific injuries. So I I, I, got, I wrote him off four years ago. Yeah, yeah. So I, I yeah. salute the kid for that, you know, because I – you know what's funny? And, and this is a funny story because Junior is a fucking hater, though. I remember one time I'm like, man, Burger was fucking following me. This is a real true story. And – I'm fucking tweeting like, man, the fucking white socks. Mankata was sucking at the time. Burger had been injured. No, he's not playing any games in the fucking minor leagues. And he was following me. He had DM me because he had got into something with some political stuff. And he was like, hey, I don't want to get on the wrong foot with white socks fans and all that. But anyway, so I'm tweeting like the white socks need third baseman. Fucking, I'm like. We don't know what Burger is because he's injured and fucking Moncada is struggling. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, 
Oh, so you was panicking. Yeah, I wasn't panicking. I'm like, we need a third baseman. So then Junior was like, he was like, he put laughing emojis, and then he was like, ain't at Jake Berger following you? I'm like, what the fuck is this hater move? You know, it's real. It was a real fucking hater move. I do not remember. You know what I mean? I'm telling you, these are facts. I got, a, I got, I got a pretty good memory. And I, I promise you, the man unfollowed me like the same fucking day. I'm like, ain't this. A, and, and then if I now imagine I had kept that relationship, he might have been on come come on the fucking show or something because he seemed like that type of guy. Yeah, but you know what the fuck. But anyway, man, I I can't lie, and you know I'm not a Mankata fan. I, you got to start Mankata at third base in the playoffs just because his defense uh, and his music videos is, and his change. Is Jake Bergen gonna be on the roster? I don't, that's gonna be hard. Like, I don't think so. What positions can he play? You know what I mean? It's I don't well, know. They got a roster crunch coming up very soon. Yeah. Uh, when Grandel comes back. Exactly. Ooh, gonna go that's going to be a toughie. Are they going to go three catchers? I don't know. And and that's the thing. Like, Ken, what do you do with Maguire? Because, cause, because Zavala is hitting, hitting pretty good right now. So well, I think if they DFA either one of those two, they're going to get picked up. They're and then you're counting on Grandal's knees. I don't know. I think they have to. I go think with you three send catches. Sheets down. Sheets is hot right now. He's on Sheets fire. Sheets has been playing well though. Well, he I was know. hot until this Minnesota series. Then he was, I think, one for twenty or something like that. But before that, he was hot. And he's Mercado like our hot. only. He's like our only true left. Lefty bat too. No, you bring him back, Grandal. You got Moncada. Bro, Grandal is not a – he's a switch hitter. He's not like a true lefty bat. He's a, if I a mean, right-handed pitcher is pitching, he's a lefty. We don't know what we even going to get from Grandal, bro. I mean, before he – I went, know. That's why I, yeah. can't, I can't see them getting rid of one of the catchers. Yeah, that's why you're going to keep Reese and uh, Sebi. I agree with Ken. You keep three catchers, but, damn, that's going to fuck you up on the bench a little bit, though. Well, that's – that's the good thing about having Lurie because he could play all over the place. Yeah. And then I saw people say, well, then you DFA Lurie. That ain't going to happen. I, you can't keep three catchers and not have Lurie. You're DFA the all your flexibility? He's the only one that <laughs> that could play. I think he so get an enjoyment out of arguing with idiots, you know what I mean? <laughs> because I don't, I do, even, I do. I I don't like even know why he wastes his time with these people. Like Anybody with common sense know Garcia is like 90 – Nine point five percent not going anywhere. Number one, he's the only guy on your bench that can play both infield and outfield. It's not. It's not going to happen. You know what I mean? It's just not. And and, and the roster is just too injury prone. You can't get away from. It. Yeah, you can't get. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think I don't think Josh Harrison is going anywhere. He's not getting. No, I don't think so either. He's, he's not getting too DFA. Good. Yeah, so. Burger probably gonna be the odd man out, definitely. Uh, and unfortunately, I mean, I like the start he had to the season. I mean, his numbers are are, are not ridiculous. You know what I mean? It's they they pretty good for Burger. You know what I mean? And I just man, I don't know. The White Sox got so many players that's like stuck positionalists. You know what I mean? Like. We got so many players that really don't add any value defensively. Like Vaughn is hitting. I'm a I love Vaughn, but 
you know, in right field, he's below average to average. And, I mean, in left field, he's below average to average. And right field, he's probably below average. I mean, if you look at his uh, def- defensive run saves numbers, he's it's negative. So he's actually below average. And then you look at Sheets, he's not really a right fielder either. He's, you know, he, he can play out there. I guess he can be serviceable. Vaughn can be serviceable. Um, you look at Berger, he doesn't have a position. Like, we got three guys that don't have a position. Grandel, you can damn near say he's positionless too catch, with bad knees. Three catchers, he ain't got a position. That's what I'm saying. You can, you can say he's positionless too with bad knees. He He's not going to be able to catch every Eloy. day. You, and then let's be honest, when Grandel was catching, he wasn't great defensively. So, Eloy, yeah, Eloy gets hurt. You know, tippy toeing or whatever the fuck. It don't matter what he's doing, he's getting hurt. So, it's like, what the fuck, man? We just got a bunch of positionless guys. And that kind of hurt hurt the, vers- the versatility of the squad. The only versatile guys we got is Harrison and uh, Garcia. You know what I mean? That, right. that we talking about can legitimately play multiple positions. Those are the only two guys we got. Everybody else is stuck because you're not moving – T.A. off a of shortstop. You know what I mean? He's staying there. Um, so when you really look at it, Garcia and Harrison are the only ones that can play multiple positions. I guess you could say A.J. Pollock can play left field and right field. Okay. But, I mean, other than that, we stuck, man. So the White Sox are in a tough situation. I don't know who the fuck they're going to get rid of. <laughs> I, have, I have no idea who they're going to send down. If If I had to guess... I mean, Berger on the DL, so he's technically not on the roster right now. But when Grandel comes back, if I had to guess, it would be it would be either Berger or or uh, Sheets. You know. Yeah. Now I think it's going to end up being Sheets too. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I mean, because Berger bat is better than Sheets, and both of them are uh, liability defensively. So who bat would you rather have? Would you rather have Sheets bat or Burger bat? You'd probably rather have Burger bat. Because I'm going to say one thing about Burger. He goes up there swinging. You know, he's not scared. He goes up there swinging trying to crush a baseball. And he's very competitive, man. I mean, for a guy that tore his Achilles, he's run down the line hard every time. You know what I mean? He's not – he doesn't take anything for granted. So – and he's he's earned it, so I wouldn't be mad if he stays up, you know. Yeah. yeah so, we'll see. Uh, I'm going into the second half fucking skeptical. I'm not not gonna lie. Shocker. Uh, twins, <laughs> Cleveland. Let's just hypothetically Trash. say we don't win a division, Trash. and we're looking at a wild card. What's the gap between the White Sox and a team like the Blue Jays? Or look at what Seattle's doing. Blue Jays. Blue Jays a dumbass baseball team too. I mean, they make a lot. They're beating of us in a series. Uh, I believe that, Asana. Nah, I don't think they beat us in the series. I don't healthy. think they beat us in the series. Man. I don't think so. I, I don't think they beat us in the series. Healthy. I'm, I'm honestly, I don't. I mean, if you if you if you ask, I think they might. Yeah, <laughs> it could be. I mean, it could be close. If you go, they got some good right-handed pitching. That's our weakness. I mean, and the right-handed little, hitting. The little chubby dude is the one that crushes us. 
the the, the, yeah. the catcher. Alejandro Kirk. Alejandro Kirk. Yeah, Kirk. Yeah, he the one. He the one crushes us. He the one's done the most damage. I I'd be worried about facing uh, Manoa and Gossman in a in a short series or even in a long series. They probably both get two starts. I'm gonna be honest. I, I don't. I'm not thinking wild card. I think the White Sox win the division. To be honest with you, if right. we don't win the division, we're not getting a wild card anyway. Yeah, if we don't win the division, we'd have to be super bad. We're not even touching a wild card. Yeah, I agree. We would yeah, have I agree to be with super bad. That makes sense. Yeah. So I'm not even thinking wild card. I mean, we'll leave that for your bum ass Red Sox to worry about wild card. I'm Another team with a better record than the White Sox. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah. What that better record got? <laughs> what the fuck? They like in fourth place now? Or some shit? What a red no, sock. They, 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 they got them. They got them. They got them. Seventeen games back. Yeah, I don't even look at them balls. Yeah. Where the fuck they at? Here we go with this bullshit. <laughs> my Orioles are coming up on them. Yeah, here we go. Hey, yeah. Oh my god, y'all, y'all, Hey, hey, hey. We talk about we yeah. talk about when the White Sox. We talk about when are the White Sox going to take over first? When are the Red Sox going to take over last in that division? It's only a matter of a few weeks, boys. I'm Get not the fuck out of here. Uh, uh, that dirty ass water. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even thinking again. about the Red Sox, Junior. They, I'm out here like uh, Sister Shirley sees in the video where she say yams, hams, greens, tomatoes. When she do little, I'm looking for them. I'm, I'm trying to find them. Shit, I can't even see their ass. You, you people I mean? make me sick. <laughs> what am I going to suck? <laughs> you know? How did you guys enjoy the All-Star game, though, man? I was, uh, it wasn't a, 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 a offensive game, you know? <laughs> you did have some home runs. You know? Honestly, I didn't even watch it. I saw highlights of the home runs, but that was, that was about it. I saw the, uh, the double play by I think it was Jimenez and Tim Anderson was pretty cool, but Tim Anderson almost fucked that up. But I thought I was all right from what I saw. I watched it. Pitching was good. Pitching dominated. Too much swing and missing from both both leagues. Um, I don't know. It was fine. It wasn't the most exciting game ever, but whatever. I actually want to give you a credit because you said something that was uh. Pretty smart on Twitter, Ken, and you don't do that too often. So that's every every uh, every tweet. You said you was like looking at uh, I think it was Byron Buxton batting average, and he was like, "What the fuck, two, whatever he was hitting, two sixteen, two twenty, two twenty six, get the fuck." Yeah, I said, "Why is he on my television?" Yeah, yeah, and that's an excellent point because if you look at those batting averages, period, in an All Star game, they were all kind of. Pretty low, and you're not used to was seeing he, that. Was he originally game. a starter? Yeah, he was a starter. No, was he, he was a starter. a starter? I think Trout was the starter. Right? So I'm assuming Trout was starting over him. Yeah. What? He batted twice, though. Well, Trout Trout's didn't play. Oh, so okay. I think okay. He came in. For so him. he, he okay. He though. was a starter, but I don't think he was originally going. To oh yeah, no. Nah, yeah, no. Trout okay. was over. Fuck Trout him. was over. Fuck Boxton. But still, like, man, I, I agree, Ken. Like, I'm not used to seeing that in the All-Star game, those low low batting averages. I know they think batting averages don't don't mean anything, not like young asinine, but damn. Never said that. <laughs> I, I did get some hate from some Twins fans uh, for saying that, especially after he hit a home run. He crushed that <laughs> shit, too. That shit was out of the zone. Well, that that well, was at his neck. That's the same pitch he, he hit out of the park against Liam. I mean, Liam's fastball was up in the zone, but he tomahawks that heat up. 
And then you got to think about what, what type of pitchers they want on the all-star team. They just want strikeout pitchers and home run hitters. Like, that's the only reason you got a guy like Byron Buxton starting in I even game. I even got a, my buddy up in Minnesota texting me last night at 10.37. Dude hits the game-winning homer and can't get MVP. Like, you want a <laughs> fake-ass trophy? Yo, you're going to win MVP, you're going to get one of those WNBA trophies that you, they gave out. Let me get it. It's a participation trophy. That's Those are shot glasses. Right well, you know what? Yeah. I ain't mad you at your out. friend because if fucking Tim Anderson had to win the All-Star Game MVP, I'd be on here talking major shit. <laughs> it's no doubt about well, it. He's 12 months a year. You want to waste one in the All-Star Game? You sound like you a know, I, I think he hit 17 because he's an L.A. guy, right? Yeah, he is. He is an L.A. guy. Yeah, Who is? That's why he's got Stanton. Stanton. Uh, he fucking crushes baseballs, bro. He, he wasn't even looking at the ball that he, he hit. Killed that fucking baseball. <laughs> that and then uh, the commentators brought up something interesting. Like he doesn't even use his fucking legs. You know, most he hit that most hitters ball. use their legs, and he doesn't even yeah. fucking use. When his I watched the highlights when he hit that fucking ball. I just go, holy shit! That fucking well, that still strong. picture it showed like still how, picture of the ball, how, yeah. How the ball was caved in, basically. When he made contact. <laughs> hey, can you imagine? Can you imagine getting that fucking ball and like if it's still caved in, it looks like a fucking <laughs> flat basketball. <laughs> wasn't it like a story? Wasn't one that supposed? Wasn't the White Sox supposed to trade like Isaac Ginn for Staten or something back in the day when the Marlins? Yeah, oh, that, that was a rumor. Oh, that, that was, was a rumor. rumor. Okay. I knew that wasn't going to happen <laughs> even way back then. Yeah, I mean, I would have shipped Ozzy. Ozzy Jr. I'd have shipped the whole Gian clan out. You're not about to trade my whole South Side family. I'm trading everybody. Oni, all you guys, all out of here. If it's for Stanton, <laughs> Stand hey, the they, beast. They probably do the trade too. Fuck. <laughs> Stand the beast, though, man. That that was a bomb. But we ended up getting some reliever that pitched in like four games or something. Dang. For who? For Ozzy Guillen. They did trade us somebody. It was I like know. Jan Martinez or something like Let that. See. Let me see what his name was. J-H-A-N. You know what's funny? The White Sox always come this close to getting good players. Remember Miguel Cabrera? We supposed let me to say that. Yeah, that one. Tory Hunter. Rodriguez. Yeah. Let me, let, me, let me say, oh man, I remember the Tory Hunter one. That was a little heartbreaking. Yeah. I and saw then, today uh, someone, someone put on Soto. They brought out a story about that. I guess the Nationals I was just, I was just going to bring that up today. How like someone had tweeted, it's like the Padres, the Nationals, or Padres, the White Sox, Yankees, Dodgers, and another team are like the five teams that are putting together um, a trade for soda. What the fuck are we gonna get them? Watch like, somebody like Justin say, "You can't trade Montgomery. You can't nah. trade." Montgomery. <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out for a sec. If they, if, if they, if they, you trade, goddamn right, you can't trade them. <laughs> I, I feel like what they're gonna want for Juan Soto is players who are gonna be good in you know four years or so. The White Sox have one. Maybe two of those players in the farm. Um, well, I mean, yeah, you have you have pieces at the major league level, but their service time has already started. You know, you trade an Andrew Vaughn, he's a free agent in five years. So, you know, you're not going to be good for another four years. You trade an Eloy, he's a free agent in five years. So you're not going to be good for like, 
Well, the people that are saying that they're going to trade Eloy, they're out of their fucking mind because Eloy already got paid. He's going to start making real big money coming up just like Moncada. I'll tell you what, Ken. I will personally get in my fucking car, go pick up Moncada from Northwest Indiana Strip Club, Eloy from the fucking hospital, and Andrew Vaughn at the fucking church, and I will drive them all to fucking O'Hare. Well, let me say one this. Uber, one uh, Uber. And I will pick up Juan Soto for us all. I hope they don't tip your ass. Let me say I don't this. Give a fuck. The White Sox might have a bunch of 16 and 17 year olds that's pretty solid and that nobody know about. Like the same thing with Tatis Jr. Nobody really was talking about Tatis Jr. at the time when they traded him to the uh, Padres for James Shields. So that's the one thing about the MLB that you never know about. Like these guys are all at these complexes scouting these uh, young kids every day. And it could be some kids that's, like, people weren't really talking about Coastal Montgomery until he got on this hot streak. Now, all of a sudden, he's shooting up the uh, prospect board. So it could be some guys in the DSL and in the rookie league right now that's playing well as 16- and 17-year-olds that nobody is talking about and that they could, you know, the Nationals or whatever could be interested in. So you can't just necessarily look at the top prospect list and say, well, they don't have the guys to do it. That's one thing I have learned. But I will say it would probably take a mixture of Vaughn. I think Vaughn would probably have to be included in that deal. It would have to be. It would have to be Coasting. You're doing that trade. Yeah, I don't. I'm gonna be honest. I don't get people who say you're not doing that trade if you can't resign. I don't and, get that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I don't and, get that either. Yeah. Who cares and, and if you can't resign him? Who can, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. If you can't resign him, I don't give a fuck. If I win a World Series next year or the year after with him, I don't give a fuck what he does. Yeah, but if you win a World Series also, this the, year the thing, or the, the year thing, after, well, yeah. The yeah. thing is, is like I saw people saying like, "There's no point to trade him because he's not signing an extension." Listen, people said the same shit about Mookie. Okay. Ron Soto is more valuable today than he will be in fucking three years when he's 27. I don't think he would what? pass up an opportunity of a 15-year, $500 million deal. And then them people were stupid anyway. Because if Mookie didn't sign an extension, the Dodgers still won a World Series because they had Mookie bets in their fucking lineup. Like, at the end of the day, rings are what matters. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to see these players in a White Sox uniform Forever, no matter who it is. We had one of the greatest right-handed hitters in fucking baseball history whose name was fucking Big Hurt Frank Thomas. And guess what? He didn't stay on the White Sox forever. He didn't retire in a fucking White Sox uniform. Michael Jordan didn't fucking retire in the Bulls uniform. People forget that. He actually retired. Well, he did like three times. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, but, you know, I mean, he didn't end his <laughs> Mind career. your fucking business, he didn't, his career. Fuck up, <laughs> he didn't end his career in the Bulls uniform. So, like, <laughs> to me, that argument doesn't make sense. Do Juan Soto make the White Sox better? Is he a better player than Vaughn? Yes, he is. Is he a better player than Coastal Montgomery? We don't even know what the fuck Coastal Montgomery going to be. Yes, he is. Is he a better player than Eloy Jimenez? Yes, he is. Is he a better player than fucking Yoan Moncada? Yes, he is. Any player, he would be no, the best name player. Name Luis Robert and Tim Anderson. He would be too. the best player on this team. I was just going to say, you insert if he comes Juan in. Soto. You insert Juan Soto into the outfield. He's on this, in this organization. 
He's the best player on the team. Yeah, he's best. He's, he's the best player player. in Chicago. One hundred percent. Anyone on the fucking north side, those losers. Yeah, Let's a- be real though. There's about four other teams that are outbidding us by a landslide. I agree. I mean, I mean, I ain't say we're gonna get them. I'm just saying if. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you can get Soto, you get them. Like, and you worry about extension shit later. Like to me, that's the. But you is trust me. You are gonna have some idiot out there. They're gonna say, you don't trade Coulson Montgomery for a rental. And, you, and we talking about getting one of the top. That's fucking, not my voice. And we talking he's about not even getting, a rental. That's not a rental. Yeah, yeah he's not even. Rental. Got him for yeah. two and a half years if you get him this year. And we getting the top. What he? What you say, Ken? He's a top four baseball player in the game, probably top five at least. He's getting probably he's, a top he's five. Up there. Hey, he's you know, up there. He's up there. So I mean, if you're gonna try to start to put a together, it's got to be like Vaughn Montgomery, Colas. Uh, that Norhe Vera, probably the Cuban kid that throws a hundred. I got one word for you. Bye. Yeah. Well, Bye. no, I agree. I agree. But I think that that package could get beaten easily. Like, like Asinine was saying, uh, there's going to be teams that could beat that. Yeah. That package can get beat. There's no doubt. About yeah. San Diego it. and New York are blowing us out the water. I think, I think the only thing the White Sox can have going for them in a, in a fucking dream of Juan Soto trade is we can we have players at the MLB level that I think we can trade away that teams already know like okay they're capable of doing this and maybe then some you know you can get an Andrew Vaughn and you know you're going to get a really good fucking hitter you know you can get a Colson Montgomery and you're like ah, no one really knows who this kid's going to be you know so I think trading like an Andrew Vaughn you know Nationals may look at that as like oh he's young he's under team control for five six years and he can already hit the fucking ball five thousand feet so. That to me is the only thing I think the White Sox really have on their side, and obviously, who can, always, who can hit the ball five thousand feet? Uh, me. Oh, we know that's a lie, but you name Trevor Story. <laughs> yeah, Trevor oh Story, God, get the please. fuck out of here. Trevor Story can't even hit over. Oh my monster. god! Like you, you sicking me with this Boston Red Sox garbage. Like, I mean, your team is fucking garbage. It really is. I know. You know what? They, what is they? They last. Both my socks are garbage. I don't even want to. I don't even want to know what they last. What they record is the last ten games. Uh, it's it's got to be horrible. It's probably like what three and seven. Three and like seven. That. Four and six. Yeah, yeah and something like that. They three and seven. Of, Damn, I little, had to go little, look at little, it. little W's, a lot of L's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what was you guys thoughts on this draft? I know everybody on, you know, White Sox Twitter praising the draft. I don't. Quite understand why, you know, they act like they got the uh, real scouting reports on these kids that the White Sox drafted. I know people are excited because they were like, the White Sox need pitching in the system, and they drafted pitching and all that. So, what was you guys' thoughts on this twenty twenty two draft class by the White Sox? I don't agree with the player, but I agree with the position. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't like that they drafted Schultz. We should have definitely drafted a pitcher. I just don't like the fact that we drafted Schultz. That's that's what I mean. What uh, you got against Schultz? <laughs> he's six nine. It's a lot of moving parts, and you can say Randy Johnson cool. He's an absolute outlier because he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, but yeah, it's a lot of moving parts. He has a, I mean, you know, at his apex, could he be great? Of course, but I'm, I'm not trusting that. Hmm. I like the guy that we got in the second round. I think he's gonna be great. I was watching him in uh, college a little bit. 
before he even got picked. I like him. Was that the dude? Uh, what team was he with? I think Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah, dude. I saw a video of him striking someone out. And he pulled a fucking Lance Lynn and just stared down the fucking opposing team dugout and said some shit to him. I'd call him up today. Well, <laughs> according to the experts, he's supposed to be the future Walker Burley or some shit. That's what people uh, Mueller Mueller is Mueller. the word. <laughs> <you're laughs> yeah. Good job. Hey, and this is <laughs> Max, a baseball guy, everybody. <laughs> I got to go against. Or I got to go with Max, though. Um, high school pitcher, that wouldn't have been my pick. I mean, I'm not totally 100% against pitching like Mac is, but a high school guy's got a long way to go before he gets all the way up there. I mean, unless you're going to do, unless you're going to do like crochet and have him be a lefty out of the bullpen, but then why the fuck are you doing that with your first round pick? So what? I got to go with Mac. I didn't really like the pick. Now, I mean, you know, if he makes it, that's great. He's a Chicago guy, but that annoys me. Rob McCoyak, I thought absolutely sucked. I couldn't believe Ozzy played him in center field. And when I voiced these concerns, all I would get back is, how could you say that about an Oak Lawn guy? So that made me sick. So I hope I don't hear that about this guy being. Fuck Oak Lawn. But uh, I don't know. I I don't agree with high school pitchers. But also when you're down at 26, I know Max is going to say you got to take some middle infielders, but really the good ones are gone by then, right? So who are you really going to take? I don't know. I didn't do as much studying as well i never studied for the draft i don't know but uh you don't care about prospects <laughs> i don't care about prospects enough to take a big look at it but i'm assuming that the stud middle infielders were all gone by the time this guy got picked, it, was, right? it was it was one left he won the middle infielder though he was a you know third base slash shortstop but most people believe he was gonna be a third baseman so it okay. was one one left but uh, you got Moncada. What you drafting the third baseman for? You got West Cat after that. Womp womp womp. <laughs> I, don't <know>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've heard that before, but uh, absolutely not. Anyway, <laughs> what, <laughs> what was your thoughts on the draft, Julia? Because he talking crazy talk. Um, like Ken, I don't really follow that shit much. I. I just what I do is I see people say, "Oh my God, why did we pick him?" And then I just immediately want to troll them on Twitter and say, "Oh, this is a great pick." But um, <laughs> one, th- one thing, one thing I will say, I, I said it the other day, um, and Ken just said it too, and I'm sure we all know it. It's going to be a while before we see this kid. Like he is eight. Like he's starting out in what's what's below a low A called rookie ball. Rookie, yeah, he's in rookie ball, and he's going to be there for a little bit, and then. You know, eventually work his way up. I mean, this is a guy you may not see till oh, five years. Yeah, he's 23, 24 years old, you know. Yeah, so five years. it's gonna be a while. Um maybe twenty two. As far as his build, like I I don't know. I, well, I don't Randy mind. Johnson, it. That's what they say. Yeah, I mean, I I mean <laughs> yeah. I don't mind his build. Um again, I haven't really seen him pitch much or anything like that, but we'll see. It is what it is. I, I do agree with the idea of um, I think with baseball, I don't think you. Yeah, I may be wrong. I'm not a. I'm a baseball watcher, like some people like to say. Uh, I think you. You don't draft for needs. You draft for talent and best available. Um, and I agree with you, Mac, on that side of you take a shortstop or second baseman or you know a center fielder. Um, they have a lot more room to grow than most. And if you know they gain uh, traction through the farm. You flip him for a piece, and you get something to help you win a ring eventually. So, 
Absolutely. That's what I would have did personally. Of course you agree with me, Johnny. I'm more baseball savvy than you. What the, the fuck is wrong with this man? Fuck He's <laughs> fucking out of his element. Of course you agree. I did talk to a guy that uh, coaches in high school. Um, I think he coached against him, uh, the Schultz guy. And he said that he was on a pretty strict pitch limit, like 40 pitches a week was what they were getting. So if you're throwing 40 a week, you got a long way to go to build your arm up. You know what I mean? So, uh oh. Bad guy radio have sources. We know a guy that know a guy that knows right. a fucking right. guy. We have sources around here. And believe it or not, some of your experts on White Sox Twitter, that's what they know. They know football coaches that knows a guy that knows a guy that knows a fucking guy. Yeah, I give my thoughts on the draft and my ending comments. Probably be my fucking rant for today. Believe it or not, what can I say? Well, we got the part of the show where we give our last words to the people. And uh, I'm glad to see motherfucking Junior and fucking uh, Justin smiling again. They was all fucking nervous worrying about me. I mean, worrying about fucking Ken, not me. They don't give a fuck about I me. I was. But they was worrying you know, about it. Well, <laughs> I was waiting for it. You know, was, I, I, was, every once in a while, I'll wake up to my phone going at fucking 3 in the morning and wake me up because it's a fucking Amber Alert going on. I didn't get a Kimble Alert. I was fucking scared. These motherfuckers <laughs> was worried. I am worried about Ken Wu. All this motherfucker crying and shit. Uh, motherfucker Justin calling me crying. Motherfucker, uh, uh, uh. Kim Wu popped up on the fucking uh, Zoom late. He's like, I thought Kim was going to be here. That's what fucking uh, uh, Je- Junior said. And then Justin, <laughs> Justin was like, he's not coming. And he gets, he gets up out of his chair and storms out and throws a fucking temper tantrum like a fucking baby. That's what I want to see. That's, that's what you did. That's what the fuck he did. That's what the fuck he did. Fuck you. So, oh, my God. I'm glad you're back, Ken. They was fucking crying and whining and. Oh, you should all oh, oh, you should have heard all. Oh, he doesn't interact with us. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Some fucking babies. Oh, I put on. in was a me. That was me before the season. Before the season, I put in a leave of absence. I said Wednesdays ain't gonna work when my kids playing ball. Wednesdays ain't gonna work. Man, and, well, you should have heard him, Ken. They was out well, here. Oh, what the fuck, you. man? They was giving me great hair, Ken. What the fuck? You know what I mean? I gotta keep my fucking <laughs> natural. What? Yeah, you know, it's giving me gray hair with this shit. Ah, all this fucking whining. I couldn't believe. All right, this is the end of the show here where we give our final takes. What you got for the people, Asana? Uh, yeah, Lance Lynn isn't going to turn it around. I'm standing <laughs> on it. I'm going to be standing on it a month from now. Uh, have faith in the White Sox. Man. I don't know what to say about all that shit. Lance Lynn ain't gonna turn hey, hey, he, 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 said, he, said, he said that and then muted the mic. That means he's fucking done. Yeah, he, he said, I'm, he said, he I'm, he said, he said I'm standing you, on it proudly. Lance Lynn ain't gonna turn it around. All of that. I mean, what the fuck? Damn, man. I can't believe that's all I got to say about you and your last Lynn tape. You traitor. You Judas, you bitch, Dick Arnold. What the fuck, kid? Get it together. What's your uh, final take for the people, Joey? Um, everyone out there freaking out. We've been telling you guys since May that this division is fucking trash. It's not good. I was just in Minnesota last weekend, and I saw this team play live. They are a very bad baseball team. Um. 
I, I don't see the Twins staying in first place much longer. And then as far as Cleveland, Cleveland's going to be more a thorn in her side than the Twins personally. Um, and crazy thing, up in Minnesota, like I talked to a lot of Twins fans up there. A lot of the fans knew. They told me word by word was it was only a matter of time until, you know, the White Sox turned it around. So hopefully they get healthy, turn it around. And like I said, I think by the end of the first full week in August, I think the White Sox are in first place. I like that. I like that. That's a good take. You know what I mean? That's probably the best take you made on BGI. I'm proud. You know, it, it happens. When I ain't got your old grumpy ass on here week in and week out, I start yeah. to gain some knowledge. I just want you to know I smile like a proud dad watching his only son who <laughs> made it. Okay? I like the take. Nice. What you got for the people, Justin? Well, coming to think about it, like the White Sox, I panic on the White Sox this year. This is the first time in my life that they didn't meet my expectations. Uh, I'm a fan of the Red Sox because they do meet my expectations. They make me happy. This year, the White Sox ain't made me happy. But whether I like it or not, the team is going to win and plow forward because that's what a veteran-led team is, you know. Tim Anderson, maybe even Lance Lynn, those are the guys you can lean on because they're built on consistency socially and, you know, in the workplace. They're the same guy every fucking day. So whether I like it or not, the White Sox are going to make the playoffs and win a division, even if I'm critical of them or not. Uh, it was a great show tonight for me personally. I was fucking crying in the group chat, the bad guy group chat over Ken W.O., I miss him. Like, he's one of the ugliest people on the planet, but I need to see his fucking face every Wednesday. I need it. I'm going to have just got to say something really quick. You said the Red Sox meet your expectations. Hey, I didn't understand that either. Did you really? Did you really? (laughs) And you know what? You know what? You didn't want to listen to me. I told you back in March this team was going to finish in fourth or last, and you laughed in my fucking face. Your expectations of this team is 16 and a half back with fucking 70 to play? You got low expectations, Junior. Yes. Let me tell you what. <laughs> Mathematically, you're still in it. But realistically, you better hope that fucking plane crashes. That's the only way you're getting it. Fucking well, yeah. They're chasing the best team in the league. Oh, oh, okay. What? Fucking in the hardest Toronto? division. Toronto, motherfucker. You're about, to be, you're about to be chasing fucking Baltimore. You keep your shit up. They got yeah. low expectations, Junior. Ken's birds. That's who you're going to be chasing. That's right. You got to think, you know. As far as his so taste fuck in, me, right? Just as far fuck as his me. taste in baseball, he's like that guy at the bar. All the beautiful women has went home. He's drunk. It's one lady that left at the bar, and he, she looks good because he's drunk as fuck. That's what you have. With Justin right there, and he goes exactly, home and he finds exactly out his white socks mat. And then I can't believe, I can't believe, I can't believe he, oh, you meet my expectations. What the fuck? Let Bootsy's talk to you, man. Come on now, dog. Come on, man. The fuck is you talking about over here, man? Get your ass yeah. out of here with that bullshit. You seen the Red Sox win more championships than the White Sox? Yeah. Yeah, you now still what? drink that dirty ass water. <laughs> when the last time, the last time they won one, they ain't won one since Mookie. Eighteen, they ain't won one since Mookie left. The curse of Mookie is on their head. The they got robbed. 
<laughs> they got robbed. They let go. They let go to uh, the good brother Mookie, and now the hey, curse of Mookie like, is he, on there. He sounds like a little puppy when they fuck. We won the trade with Verdugo. I don't know what the fuck wrong with him. He just says well, anything. Mookie's over there with fucking rings around a fucking necklace he's got on. You got Man. fucking Verdugo. Anything comes out uh Justin's mouth. What the fuck? What's your last words for the people that can? I'm going back to something that I said a couple years ago that somebody else tweeted out here pretty recently, but it, it comes from the, the Ken W.O. vault of takes. And instead of Juan Soto, the left-handed hitter, you know, I don't think we're going to get Juan Soto. We talked about that already. But you even fucking say? my Orioles might be willing to help us. They have some prospects coming up. Anthony Santander. He could be your next White Sox right fielder. And if they do that, I'll be very happy because he could leave the yard. Good ball player. And that's what I'm hoping is going to happen. So put it on tape, Anthony Santander. Are you trying to tell me you didn't just hope they trade for Daniel Polk of the New York Mets? Oh, well, you know, if we did that, that would be great. But oh my God. more realistically, what, I'm going to go with Anthony Santander. If, if, if they got Daniel Polk, I can only imagine how many times you're going to have to change your pants today. Oh, I'd be very excited. First of Love all, who, 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 was, uh, who, who stole Ken Wu takes from the vault? Uh, some guy, Nick something or other. Oh, I don't know who that was. Oh, not Brother Socks. <laughs> I don't know don't who that do was. my Brother Socks thing like that. I would have to post I mean, I, I put that It'll out there about himself. three years ago. <laughs> Well, you know what? It'd be a little, you know, I ain't going to say Brother Socks nigga in general, but it'd be a lot of thievery going on from the BGR. <laughs> Vote. Yeah. It does. A lot of thievery I've been noticing, you know what I mean? They even still in guests now. I'll be there. But uh <laughs> let's uh <laughs> let's keep going here. Before I give my last take here, I wanna say I've put it up with the fucking past two months. A lot of fucking crying. I mean, just fucking crying, panicking. I mean, it was just all type of ridiculousness. Uh, every time I look up, Junior was fucking crying. Turn the fuck out. Turn the fuck out. I was the last Junior was crying. He was crying. When, 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 Ken crying because he was out on a beach. He was crying. And don't get me wrong, Junior. Trying to do his whole Baywatch run. I ain't gonna lie. You crying because the lights were out at fucking 7 o'clock at the retirement home. You relax. He was doing a lot of crying. I ain't gonna lie, though. You did come up with something great. Laying in Asia's app as he's getting his lap as he's getting his fucking head pat like a fucking cat. Calm down, baby. This White Sox season has been a shit show. You was doing, you know, I ain't gonna lie. You came up with the White Sox. The White Sox. Are fucking back. I don't know exactly how you say it, but hey, you did come up with something I'm great. I'm not gonna say it, but, but you, hey. but you was fucking crying. I mean, with Ken gone, all I heard was fucking crying, and I'm like, what the fuck? Do I not mean anything? Y'all crying over this old fucking guy? All this fucking <laughs> crying. Oh, where Ken at? <laughs> fucking Justin crying. <laughs> Ken, he doesn't. That's not interact. my voice. With BGR, he doesn't interact with BGR. He interacts with everybody else. He doesn't interact with BGR. All the fucking crying. All I heard. Fucking babies. Hey, what the fuck? This man is a grown man with a family. 
And yeah, doing I'm in that group crap. chat every fucking day. I don't, don't know. Don't I mean, they was, they, was, <laughs> oh, they was they was hot and bothered. He didn't tweet out our fucking episodes to cry. <laughs> it was fucking sickening. I'm like, what the fuck? I thought y'all was a bunch of grown men, but y'all out here sounding like a bunch of fucking babies. What's going on? What the fuck? I now, miss you, Ken. Yeah, they, yeah. They, like I, I said. Daddy's back now. Don't worry. <laughs> is this, with, da- with Daddy being back, is this the hunt for October? What? The... Absolutely. They in it. They in it. Ken, Daddy Dylan. I, ladies and gentlemen. I, what the fuck? We might see a run in October. It's plenty of crime. Now let me give my last words to the people. First off, uh, I want to say, give a shout out to the real Sasha Chick. She's been a huge, huge fan of the White Sox for years. She stay in the White Sox corner no matter what. She been telling people on White Sox Twitter, hey, what are y'all worried about? What are y'all panicking about? Stay with the boys. The White Sox gonna do good. They gonna be back in it. You know, people been giving her hard time because she been giving them a hard time about jumping off the bandwagon so soon because she believed in her boy. So I want to give uh, Real Sox Chick a shout out for that. And I seen you, uh, Brother Ben. I'm a, I'm a little disappointed, Brother Ben. I seen you, you know, she made a comment to you and then you made a comment under her comment and, you know. I, I seen that, brother Ben. And you know, I'm a little disappointed because you seem to want to be harsher on your brothers and sisters. But then, when it comes to somebody else, you got nothing to fucking say, brother Ben. So I'm gonna be. I'm a little disappointed. Anyway, let me get back. To it. I'm uh disappointed in this draft, and I tell you why. And you number guys should love this. Because statistically, the worst pick you can take in the draft, in the first round, is a high school pitcher. They have something like a 30% success rate, whereas normally a first round pick uh, who gets drafted by MLB team in the first round makes it to the major leagues 70% of the time. So if you're going to take a picture, which I'm not against taking pictures, but if you're going to take a picture, you should take a college arm, particularly a proven college arm. So they took a high school kid, and I'm not saying the kid won't be good. I'm just saying statistically, it's not a smart pick. So I don't understand how people could be running around White Sox, Twitter saying the White Sox did a great job in the draft when we know statistically... That wasn't a smart pick. These are the facts. As a matter of fact, I believe it was an article written that said high school pitchers who have been picked in the first round has given teams uh, an average of uh, like only 79%, only 21% of the time they've given the team that picked them more than a one war over their career. So, like, it's a fucking horrible pick. Like, 79% of the time, you're not even going to get a one war from a high school guy that you picked in the first round. So, 
it's not a smart choice. So once again, I'm not saying the kid is not going to be good. As a White Sox fan, I hope he is good. I'm just saying statistically, that is not a smart decision. So it shocks me to see some number guys who are always talking about numbers, equations, don't understand how this is not a smart pick. So either they don't really like numbers or they just being disingenuous and don't want to say, hey, this was a bad fucking pick because maybe one day they want to have a conversation with some draft picks or whatever, and that's fine. But statistically, it's not smart. And with that being said, back at Radio Out.